Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. to the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Paul Silvestiani here with you in the studio right up to 3am across the eastern coast of Australia. Crystal clear through the SEN app and through your digital radio dials. one 736 736 is the number to dial if you want to have your say over the phone. 0433 98 11 16 if you want to text in through the temper text line which has heated up uh paul has sent through a message mate after a box of beers you sound like a clone of coxie and damian watson it's hard to split the difference yes matthew cox and damian watson doing a fine job across the airwaves of uh sen i think damo's uh doing plenty of stuff with sen track and cox is doing plenty of producing and uh an AFL and AFLW commentary, both uh, both very good at what they do. But uh, Pommy in Oz, Mr. Dan Williams, has been uh, happy to hold the line. And we're going to wrap up the AFL trade period and get stuck into some round ball action. But, uh, Pom, we've got a text through on the line here. Uh, and I know you're a, big, uh, you're a big Adam Kingsley fan. Ralph Smith asked by Kingsley in the deal against uh, for the Tigers. Soldo's completed a medical for GWS. This is interesting. So was that Ralph Smith and Soldo? Yeah, so apparently, so off the text here, Peter, Peter from Cheltenham, Ralph Smith was asked by Kingsley in the deal to the Tigers. He knocked it back. Soldo has complete has apparently completed a medical for GWS. So we wait, we wait and see what happens. But I, I actually think, I think GWS, and I know Taranto, I think Richmond probably did win out on that deal, but I think GWS are going to be well set up for the next few years because they've got all those picks from Geelong. They've got a couple of picks now with Tim Taranto coming through. They'll probably get some stuff with Jacob Hopper too. But and I actually think Kings is a very, very good operator. He's a shrewd operator. And I think um, when you see Soldo come in, you'd imagine that GWS are going to request next year's first from Richmond. You'd yep. imagine, um, along with Soldo, I, I think that's probably a huge dub for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that, though, I, I would say it's probably 60-40 in favour of Richmond for the Toronto deal. I would say if it's a future first and Soldo. I think that that's probably 60-40 in favour of GWS. So they probably, it's probably as fair as you can get in the AFL. And with the pick arsenal that GWS have acquired and accumulated, they should quite easily be able to replace them players and more. And I suspect GWS will be a major player in this year. I don't think they'll take all them picks. I, could, I think 15, 18 and 19 will be shipped out. Yep. I've got a feeling. I think they will be shipped out. And uh, watch this space. I think there'll be a few clubs who may be looking at 
maybe falling back or could even be trying to offload some future picks where the draft class is stronger in star talent, I would say at this stage a bit less in depth. And they may be thinking, well, you know what, we'll give people the depth now and we'll go next year. So watch that space for GWS. I have a sneaky suspicion that 15, 18 and 19 may be used elsewhere. Yep. Yep, I'm uh, I'm of the same opinion. I reckon GWS. Uh, I think they'll be okay. I think uh, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go down that path as well. But uh, let's get to the last of these texts. We'll just quickly zip through these. Uh, uh, Pommy pick twenty five for Ollie Henry. This is from Daz on the temper text. Go Pats. Uh, do you think Collingwood will accept that? Oh, I think that's I think that's a. Do you think that is that a big win for Collingwood? Well, I mean, I heard that. I mean, I, I thought they were very clever to get rid of pick 18. Yeah. Because that seemed to be the one that the one, and, you know, the, the old bookies mantra, the dodgy bookie mm. at the races, you don't <laughs> owe it if you spend it. I'm gonna be, there's um, going to be a few I, of those, man. I'm going to be at Caulfield tomorrow or today, later in the afternoon. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, do you know what I mean? Keep an eye out for him. But I mean, people people have slated PK in for Ollie Henry. I've seen a few people in the press and the media and in the fan base in general saying, oh, he's not worth a PK in. Got to remember that this guy was ranked second in most of the scoring metrics for the eligible rising star this year. And you would say he was quite tasty towards the end of the year. I mean, we, we saw how annoying he was when he... Um, <laughs> When we played him at the start of the year, do you know what I mean? Round eleven, he's just he has that uncanny knack of taking a defender and propping up in space. So for 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 the cats, it's I, I think it's a great deal. But I think for for pies that they, they've they've got a decent little draft arsenal there, and I think if if they can somehow come out of this draft with a Matthew Jefferson. The Collingwood, but they've got pick 16 at the moment. If they can come out with Matthew Jefferson, they'll be laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I think so as well. I think there's just, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many scenarios and situations with regards to all these trades and stuff that can get done. But as it stands at the moment, who do you think, if, if the trade period was to stop today, and let's just say the deals go through, say Brody Grundy gets to Melbourne. Luke Jackson gets to Fremantle, Hopper gets to Richmond, uh, and Henry ends up getting to Geelong, which is all but probably likely going to happen. We see, and then Dunkley heads to uh, Brisbane. I think these deals will all get done. Who do you think, if if that was all to happen and we stop trade period now, who who do you think is the winner out of the trade period? For me personally, I think it's Richmond. I think number one would be Richmond in that scenario. Um, I would say tied first if Brisbane do get Dunkley, having the fact that they'll get Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher, I'd say the total period, they they would probably see they've won. Um, second, uh, I would say that with the acquisitions that we've had so far as well, you'd have Richmond won. Second, you'd probably be saying that Collingwood... Mm-hmm. or Geelong have done really well. But coming in the third, depending on what North do, particularly if North do the wise thing and trade pick two, 
Yep. If they trade pick two and they maybe look at that GWS bundle, the fact that they've got Griffin Logan and Darcy Tucker, who I think are the style of footballer they need, yep. I might have them third in, in okay. this. Okay. Because I think if they suddenly fall back there, that's a huge dub. So, North, how, when was the last time we've ever said this? That North Melbourne Fremantle deal, for me, is the peak of the trade period. Okay. And when was the last time we used these words in the AFL? North Melbourne have done something right. <laughs> we haven't. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been, it's been a while. And, uh, but, well, I mean, the whole Francis situation as well. So, looks like that'll all get done. But you just don't know. And I think the saying that we always use before we cap off the AFL trade wrap-up, yeah, yeah, it's never as bad as it seems and it's never as good as it seems. Indeed, that's yeah. correct. All right, now, have said it better myself, I've, got, my I've, got a little, I've got a little one here for you as we uh, as we head into the round ball and this is going to be it's going to be a nice little segue into into what we experienced I think uh, yesterday morning uh, with regards to uh, Europa League football. Stand by. Muchas gracias afición. Este para vosotros. <laughs> I thought you might like that. Your United boys getting the job done against Ammonia 3-2. Manchester United, Europa League action. It's going to, mate, this Premier League weekend, match week 10, is going to be enormous as well. It's, uh, it's a great segue into, uh, into what's going to be a cracking uh, weekend of Premier League. But uh, Man United just getting the job done against Ammonia. The, the big Cypriot giants themselves uh, managed by uh, Neil Lennon. And uh, I'll tell you what, he's got them playing very Neil Lennon. He has. They're tough. They're hard to break down. They're disciplined. Full credit to him. But full credit to Ten Hag, who's evidently convinced Marcus Rashford it's 2016. Um, I've never seen him play this well. He's, uh, he's, he's hit good but, form, I mean, fair play to him. He has, it shows what a coach has faith in him. And I mean, if you told me at the start of last year that we'd be here now in 2022 and we'd be taking off Ronaldo and Rashford would save the day, I would have probably laughed at you. But fantastic perform, individual performance by Rashford. United, United were at the races. It seemed like there was a hangover from the city, which I mean, the batter in that, the, the 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 walking embodiment of perfection Harland gave them. No wonder a few of them were hung over. Um, but they they got the job done. Yeah, I think that's that's I they think got that's the job what it, I think that's what it was all about. Also, I just wanted to make mention now any Manchester United fans uh, listening out there as well, I think there is one player who look Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's set to explode and I really like what I've seen from him and he's actually finally got his body right, but Anthony Martial looks like a completely different player under Ten Hag. Oh, I mean, if you go back to the uh, the derby, um, everyone's talking about Harland masterclass and Kevin De Bruyne, but the real story was the penalty in stoppage time is probably the best penalty ever scored oh, in brilliant. the history of football. Oh, was that was an absolute peach. <laughs> absolute peach, like. Like, I can't believe Harlan got man of the match for that. Like, I, I thought Martial should have it. But no, nah, he, he's another player like Rashford who has probably not had the trust from former coaches 
The fact that they're playing Rashford centrally, which United fans have begged for for about three years, Correct. he's really taken that like to a duck to water. And Martial, he's really enjoying cutting inside, and I like that dynamic. And hopefully Casemiro, based on the, this game this week, uh, midweek as well, I, I thought that was a big trick United missed against Man City. I think Casemiro his read of the play and his ability to break it up with Ericsson doing the hard work could be the way forward. So United have got an easy fixture this week in the Premier League. It's it's more of a routine fixture for them. So let's hope they stick with that. But long may it continue. Martial and uh, Rashford, two fantastic footballers, and it's great to see. It is indeed, yeah. Everton is the next opponent for Manchester United at Goodison Park, which will be, uh, I believe, it will be live on uh, on the uh, live on the Premier League show. We'll go through that review on uh, Sunday night here on the Premier League show on SEN. But uh, now, one team that uh, has really... Look, Manchester City has stolen the limelight. Well, one player in particular, we mentioned him before, Erling Haaland, has stolen the limelight. He scored a double in uh, Manchester's win, uh, Manchester City's win in the uh, Champions League uh, through the uh, midweek. But uh, a 5-0 win over Copenhagen. And, uh, well, they look like they're on track to potentially or finally. I know it's a long way away. But given the form that Erling Haaland is in, the Champions League looks like it uh, could be at City's mercy. And the Premier League is, is heating up as well. You know what was really ominous about that game? And I didn't watch it because I'm a glutton for punishment. But <laughs> I, I watched it and Haaland played 45 minutes and scored two goals. And by the way he was going, I reckon that if he'd played the 90 minutes, he might have scored 10. <laughs> but then they brought on, then Alvarez led the line. And Alvarez kind of looked like the Kmart branded Haaland. And I was like, hang on a minute. This isn't fair. Like, City are another level. If they stay fit like this, Kevin De Bruyne and... Then they started having David... And Bernardo Silva started doing it. Their ability to find Haaland, it's almost like they've played together their entire lives. And that is dangerous for Premier League defences and also for Champions League defences. And I don't think there's anyone in world football, and past or present, who could probably stop Haaland and that KDB connection? It is frightening. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's becoming obscene it's, now. It's absolutely um, incredible. Yeah, and, and if FIFA are listening, they need to remove Qatar from the World Cup and let Norway play. How are we not seeing this bloke in the World Cup? Is beyond me. It's 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 uh I think it's it's a it's a crime against people who watch football, my friend. But I think the one thing that and and people are sort of and and not that it's an overriding sentiment at all within the round ball community, but people are saying, oh, you know, he, you know, right place, right time. You know, he's tapped in a few goals. But if you actually look at the movement for his second goal against Copenhagen, he was the first to react as that shot came in. And he got the rebound because he was the first to react. Literally, as soon as a shot came in off the boot, he was the first one on his toes. And and that that is why he's getting those easy goals. Because positioning, I think just as, I mean, when we watch and people watch from home, I think it's just such an undersold facet of the game as a striker. 
especially just from our end, as we watch from the armchairs. He's he he's he's got Van Nistelrooy's uncanny knack of being in the right place at the time. He's got Shearer like finishing. He's got the body strength of R nine. The way that he can just it's it doesn't seem like it's a fast run, but he can't be stopped. It, he's incredible. Every run he makes is different. And I think the big thing for me, and not many people have picked this out, but halfway through that first half, the referee dropped the spray can. Yeah, and he went and picked and it up. And he had the audacity to run it. 20 yards back. <laughs> so, so, like, it, the game is so easy to him now, he's, like, completing side quests of football. <laughs> like, the, the kicking goal, the scoring goals now, he doesn't even care anymore. Like, 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 honestly, like th- this weekend, if you're a Southampton fan, like he's probably going to start sweeping the floors at like halfway through. Do you know what I mean? Just get a bit bored. He'll pick up the confetti, you know, maybe sign some bowls for kids and then just uh, bob in and probably score four and go off at 60 minutes. Like the guy yeah. is an absolute freak of humanity. Like in my 36 years on the planet, I, I have never seen someone come to the Premier League and take the mick like he is now. And like, there's a reason in England at the moment, 500,000 people have requested to the prime minister to deport him. <laughs> like there's a reason like he, he's, he's an animal. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's an absolute animal. Yeah. He's absolutely insane. Now, speaking of taking the mick, uh, super Miguel yeah. Arteta is doing a fine job with the Gooners. 3-0 victors against, uh, I can't, I don't even, Bodo Glimt is the name of the team they beat, but it sets up an intriguing clash against uh, Liverpool uh, this weekend, which will be broadcast through TalkSport Audio on the SEN Premier League show this weekend. Forget about the Europa League game. That was an easy one for the Gunners. Let's focus on this Arsenal versus Liverpool game. How are you seeing this playing out? Arsenal the favourites at the moment, but uh, Liverpool are hard in the market, but it's tough to deny what uh, what Arsenal are doing in the Premier League at the moment. Oh, it, this is one of them games that if I was Liverpool, like, and what's weird about this is if you actually went back to start the season, you probably earmarked this round and said they've got to win this game. Yes. Like, like Arsenal would have to win this game if they were going to be serious. What's scary now is at this stage of the season, if Arsenal win this game, actually, I'll rephrase that, when they win this game, <laughs> they're going to be well over double the points of Liverpool. And and what, and what this is not the United in me. I would say if Arsenal win this, here's Pom's big call. Mm-hmm. Liverpool won't be in the top four. Wow. I think, I, I think that will be a big culture shock because next week they've got City. Yes. And zero points at this stage of the season, coming up to 10 games played, that could be an issue. I, I can't see any way Arsenal lose this game. I've, I, I've got a fear that Arsenal could actually take the mick in this game. I've just got a feeling Amrits, Jesus thinks he's Thierry Henry at the Emirates. <laughs> I, I've got this one 4-1, Arsenal. Jeez, that's well, mate. That's two I things. You that's excited, that's, that's don't, don't do that to me, mate. I know, I know it's one. A, I know it's nearly one a.m. on a Saturday morning, but uh, look, <laughs> I, I'm 
I'm I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to keep a lid on things as it stands. But you, you we've got two things to clip from you: Liverpool to not make the top four, and Arsenal to win four one. So, reputation's on the line, mate. Uh, the, the pressure, the pressure, <laughs> the pressure. The, the Liverpool fans will come for me no matter what anyway. Right. So. No, nah, no, nah, we'll be all right. I don't uh, care. Let's, let's wrap it up, my friend. Uh, we're getting close to 1 a.m., but uh, you'll uh, you'll come back on and do some stuff. We're back on on Monday, so I reckon the trade period's going to be really heating up then, and uh, we'll see some more moving and shaking and some pick swaps and some players... Uh, Definitely locking away deals to to other clubs, but uh, and then well we'll have we'll have some Premier League stuff to to wrap up with on uh, on the Monday night. And uh, mate, there's I don't think there's any better person to do it with than, than your fine self, mate. All your all your handles. What have we got? YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram at Pommy and Oz. That's the handle. It is indeed. Yeah, you'll see my beautiful mug. When you type that in. Beautiful. Good stuff, my friend. Well, uh, hopefully, well, I'd say hopefully United get the job done for you. But uh, for your sake, I hope they do. But uh, for my sake, I hope they uh, continue their losing ways. But I'm looking forward to, to a big weekend of Premier League and uh, Trade Radio, mate. Get on it. Get around it. And uh, looking forward to doing it on Monday with you, my friend. Can't wait. Thank you very much, Paul. No Thank you very much, all the listeners who were up at this hours of the morning. Thank yes, you very much. Yes, just before you go, actually, yes, you, you are getting a bit of love off the text message, mate. So there's one to send you to bed with. <laughs> oh. All right, cool. Enjoy. Thank you. Have a good night, mate. See you later. There we go. Dan, Pommy in Oz. Bang, getting the job done there as we wrap up the AFL trade period for today, uh, for yesterday, and uh, the Premier League preview as we preview a big one. Uh, SEM Premier League show as well on uh, tonight, Saturday night, and Sunday night as well from midnight. So some big games coming up. But with that, we'll take a quick little break here on the Overnight Crowd. Make sure you call in as well. We'll be taking all your calls now. The line is open. one 736 736 is the number to dial. 0433-98-1116 is the number to text in on the temper text line. We'll get to your questions off the temper text line right after this break here on the Overnight Crowd. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.